You are listening to From the Midwest to the Middle East, the latest on U.S. tax, Israeli economy, and lots of in-between. Interviewing Israeli and international experts. Chicago, Chicago. Welcome to our podcast. I am Philip Stein, president of Philip Stein and Associates. Hi, I'm very excited to have a good friend of mine, someone I've known for many years, Billy Levine. Billy is the director and founder of the Jerusalem Perio Center, the largest private healthcare facility specializing in the treatment of oral diseases and implantology in Israel. He has a diploma of the American Board of Periodontology with seven registered patents. Dr. Levine is a practicing periodontist with over 20 years of clinical experience and a frequently featured speaker at international forums on periodontal disease and implantology. Billy is also an active board member of several hospitals and healthcare centers in Israel. But today we're going to be speaking to Billy because he is the chairman of Izun Pharma. And welcome. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate being here. Okay, so uh, let me start with the following. You started your career as, I guess, a dentist, then moved into a special periodontist, and now you're uh, heading a pharma startup. Please share with our listeners a little about your journey, how you got from dentist to executive of a pharma startup. <laughs> well, thank you for the opportunity. Um, basically, uh, after practicing periodontal treatment and treating many patients over a, a lot of years, I realized that there was a very large gap in the method that we were approaching periodontal disease. As the world has progressed, medicine and dentistry as well, we began to realize how critical inflammation is to the progression of many different diseases. It's not novel to dentistry, but among those diseases, dentistry and periodontal disease in particular plays a major role. So that as the inflammation it becomes non-functional. Inflammation actually is a reaction of the body to try to heal the body. But occasionally that spins out of control and becomes part of the disease process instead of being part of the healing process. We don't really have any way to treat this inflammation and control it in a safe long-term basis. So what we did was we actually looked through the pharmaceutical world and we did not find any adequate solutions for these kind of problems. We then expanded our search into the world of botanical medications, but we insisted that the botanical medications would have the same rigor and science and dependent dose effect that you would get from the pharmaceutical world. So basically, we developed a platform that can control the inflammation of periodontal disease and help prepare the gums using botanical drugs. We took that same platform, actually, and began to look for other indications where we might have an impact. And so we've actually uh, done a, just completed a major pivotal trial in treating chronic wounds in diabetics, which is a huge unanswered need in, in medicine. And the data was very, very successful. We had about an average of almost 90% healed in a three-month period, which is exemplary. We also are treating uh, support for cancer patients who are receiving chemotherapy. Uh, we are also active in the area of women's health care, all on a platform of being able to reduce the inflammation and, and enhance the natural ability of the tissue to repair itself and build collagen and build uh, tone to the tissue. So basically, we went from a dentistry and expanded into medicine and became experts in using botanical medications to treat you know, specific diseases. 
So would you call Izuna a, a research company? Are you taking things that already existed and, and just putting them together in a new way? Or, or is this all uh, new technology as far as the world is concerned? So the technology is new. We are learning a tremendous amount from what we would call ethnobotanical heritage data, meaning how people used these plants in the past and what they felt they were effective. But the level of science that they applied to these plants was really not rigorous. Yet there's still a lot of very important data that can be gleaned from the use that people applied over many, many years. So we do, we do use that data as supportive data. On the other hand, we insist on proving it, validating it, and making sure that we can reproduce it on a consistent basis. So I would say that the platform is both new and old. It's new in the way we design it, in the way we extract things, in the way, and understanding how, how it impacts upon the body. But there's a, often a heritage of information that we can rely on to develop that. So I would say that it's, it's a combination of this. It's a new technology, new application, and new delivery systems, actually. So if, if someone listening to this is interested in one of your products, is it available today? And if so, what are the names of these products? So actually, I, I neglected to answer the first part of your earlier question, but uh. basically, we have actually started off as a pure R&D company. When our drugs showed efficacy, we, are, uh, we, we actually created a line of oral care products that we are launching now. We're actually going, I'm going to be in the States next week with a big launch in New York. Uh, our products are novel. There's a topical patch to control periodontal disease, a high-dose focused area patch, and a constant daily use rinse where the botanicals are actually engineered to go inside the tissue. Not like a rinse where you just kill a bacteria from the outside, but go inside the tissue and enhance the, t the ability of that tissue to repair itself. You can actually feel the difference. So we, we are launching in the oral care now. Uh, you can see that online under our uh, website of izunoralcare.com. At the same time, we are now licensing out our technology to some of the larger wound care companies who they will be bringing the product out uh, under their label um, in the near future. We expect that to be approved by the FDA and the EMEA in 2016 already. And um, the, oral, the, the cancer support products will take a little bit longer because we are uh, moving forward with the trial, but it's just a longer process. So yes, we're commercial at this point, but we did start off as an R&D company. So natural, organic, those seem to be products that consumers are seeking these days. Is the world of quote-unquote mouth care ready for natural products? I think the whole world is ready for natural products, but I think the whole world is demanding efficacy-driven products that work. People want to, people who have a problem want to get better. People want a drug that applies so, uh, and it has an effect and they, they can feel it. So I think you want something you can depend on, but people do like the safety that's inherent in the natural products. So I myself like that. I, I love the idea of being able to work in that field. So that's what we're doing. We're fusing the two worlds, natural plus, plus effect. So you're a dentist, you're a periodontist, you began doing R&D, and obviously you were trying to help people with gum issues. How did, how did you move outside of the mouth into other another part of the body, as you say, with wounds and things like that? So when you understand how these plants affect the body, and you understand how they interact, what targets they're, they're interacting with, what receptors they're binding with, which, we all, which is some of the research that we insist on going through in developing our products, you uh, acquire the ability to understand that it may also impact on other diseases. And it's that understanding of the mechanism of action which really gave us the ability to move into the other fields. We saw we were speeding up healing in the mouth. 
and we understood we could possibly speed up healing in other areas of the body. You can't bring it to that area in the same way. We developed a gel, for example, for treating ulcers in the leg ulcers. We developed a special rinse that's very different from a normal rinse to treat the patients who have uh, oral mucositis, for example, for when, get, when having chemotherapy treatment. And in women's healthcare, we developed a cream that's uh, injected locally, which is how women are used to delivering this kind of product. So it has to be changed and formulated accordingly, but the mechanism of action is consistent throughout. How difficult is is to get products like yours through the FDA? So, you know, meeting with the FDA and dealing with the FDA, like any government uh, organization, can be challenging. But we have had a very positive response there, primarily because we're bringing to them uh, good data. The FDA has created a new team, new meaning about uh, six, seven years old already, maybe a little bit more even, called the Botanical Drug Division. And they have been a big change there that if you want to do a dental product, you'll be accompanied as well by the Botanical Drug Division. So the FDA is open to this. The FDA is trying to wrap their hands around the ability to bring natural products as drugs forward, but they're still demanding the same efficacy. When we bring them our data, we've had a very warm and welcome response from them. It's still a challenge, but it has not been something that we haven't uh, you know, been successfully going through. We've registered already three products with the FDA. Wow. And we have uh, two more in the pipeline. So. Wow, that's terrific. I noticed that you have or are working on a, a, an implant product. I think people get to a certain age, they see a lot of advertisements for implants. How does your product help patients who have had implants? Thank goodness over the last 20 years, we've developed a tremendous expertise in being successful in placing implants. And that's we're achieving already in the office, and this is something in, in the, most of the high-end centers globally. We should be expecting a 98 to 99% success rate, which is absolutely unheard of in medicine. So that's, that hurdle has been cleared, and it should be already accepted practice. What hasn't been accomplished is how do we make sure that implant stays healthy and in your mouth for as many years as possible because a disease called periimplantitis can develop around the implant and it affects about 48% of implants that have been placed. So Mm -hmm. the goal is now, okay, we've been successful in placing it. Now let's make sure we keep it healthy and destruction and inflammation free. That's where our products are focused, reducing the inflammation and strengthening the tissue around that. And actually we just released a top-line data from a new study that was done here in Israel in conjunction with the University of Toronto where we showed dramatic results in uh, use of the perio patch, one of our topical patches in oral care around implants. And actually that's being launched in the U.S. now as well. Let me ask you a question. Are dentists conservative in the sense that they don't like to try out new ideas like your product line? (laughs) Yes, dentists are conservative. And I think sometimes that's a very good thing. On the other hand, um, what we, the, the idea that you need to control inflammation has been in the literature and at the forefront of a lot of the research for already 20 years. The problem was there was no product that can do this. We're the first anti-inflammatory and tissue repair that can be a product that can be used topically for oral care. And so, yes, it's a, it, it's, it's a longer runway to get them to understand what we're trying to accomplish, but those who have adopted it, I watched their in-office use increase. We get calls all the time from dentists who are just thrilled by what they're seeing, and that's very rewarding to us. That's, that's what it's all about in the end, making people better.
Now, if one of my listeners want one of your products or want to use one of your products, have to go through their dentist? Or is this something that eventually or is something that will be over the counter? Well, I would say the product line divides into two groups. Initially, we're introducing it to the dental world and we're selling it to the dentist, but it is available to patients online for those who want to uh, get it. And the idea is that eventually it will be available in pharmacies, but we want to uh, introduce it through the uh, professional therapist. Um, we just think that's a more responsible way to go forward. But it is available online. As if a dentist recommends it to a specific patient, you can actually go online and it will be delivered straight to his house. We have set up that distribution system. Uh, so whereas dentists are conservative, they're also eager to help their patients. And so we've had, uh, as I said, uh, they understand what we're trying to accomplish. They're not used to it, but once they break, get, break through that hurdle or that barrier, they incorporate it into their practice. You have a product line that, to me, promotes good health, reduces pain, helps healing. It just sounds like something that is, is the world is going to embrace. So my last question for you today is, in light of what I've just said, what's your vision for Izun in the future? Well, what's happened is we have, um, right now, four distinct uh, healthcare lines. Um, we have the women's health care, the cancer support, the wound care, and the oral care. The oral care has grown to the point where it's probably going to become a separate company. The pharma company will comprise the other two, but we have become the other three products. But we have developed a very unusual expertise in the, combining those two worlds of natural products or botanical plant raw material combined with efficacy-driven drugs. There are very few companies that actually are capable of, of working with those two different worlds, which we view as complementary, but most people view as antagonistic. And we've been able to apply that to other areas as well, and we continue to look, we're continually being approached by people as well who have ideas that they would like us to develop for them. So it's exciting. But just as an example of a new area which we're involved with, if we all know, for example, that cannabis has a very potent pharmacologic effect, but it's not just psychoactivity. There's been a lot of research showing that it helps control the sugar levels for diabetics, possibly has an aid in glaucoma. There's some research going on now about its effect on epilepsy and other mo movement problems. And so we actually have opened up a cannabis division, but our research already is so good that we've been approached by the Israeli government wow. to do their screening in terms of potency and safety for their growers and their patients. And so that's been very rewarding. And we actually have some breakthrough research, which is will be coming out in the... Uh, in the near future of new developments for cannabis, which I think are going to be set the world back on its heels a little bit in how they approach this. So it's exciting, very exciting. <laughs> so to be discussed in the next few months again. Wow. All right. It sounds great. So I think we're going to be hearing a lot about Izun and about you and probably 216. Uh, if someone wants to read a little more about your company and know a little more about your product line, where, where can they go to read about you? I think the first address should be the izunpharma.com website. And our contact information is there. They can reach out to me. I'm happy to share. All right. Well, Billy, thank you. It's always good to talk to you. Appreciate it, Phil. It's always a pleasure. And I look forward to doing this again when the cannabis research comes out. <laughs> I'll uh, be happy to send volunteers your way as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Take care. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.peacestein.com or look for Philip Stein Associates on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Goodbye.